0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the election. In fact, there's a couple of elections coming up. There's a federal election in Canada coming up in October, and of course, there's a US federal election coming up in 2020. If you listen to some of the election rhetoric coming out of the most left-leaning candidates, you might be alarmed, and you should be. Now, I don't have any party affiliation. I don't even get to vote in the US election. I'm not a US citizen. I've read through Bernie Sanders' election platform to understand what the core items are that are being proposed. I don't want someone else's interpretation or spin. I wanted to read the document firsthand and make my own assessment. I figure if you're going to be opinionated, might as well form your own opinions. Sure, it's easier and less effort to adopt someone else's opinion. Feel free to listen to my perspective, having read through his platform. There are a lot of elements, and it's hard to determine which parts he would ultimately be successful in implementing. Politicians rarely get the chance to fully implement their agenda. Moreover, politicians have a nasty habit of burying legislation inside other unrelated legislation as a way of pushing it through the system. These omnibus bills make it very difficult to vote against something you don't want when it's bundled with something you do want. For example, the Canadian federal government recently implemented a rule regarding immigrant refugee claims. They buried it inside a piece of federal budget legislation. The rule change basically said that if you came to Canada for the purpose of claiming asylum and you landed first in another safe country, say, for example, the UK or the US or Germany, you'd have to apply for asylum in that country and would not qualify for asylum in Canada. Clearly, this was not budget related. It has to do with rules to qualify for refugee status. There are countless examples of these types of what I consider abuses of the legislative process. Okay, so back to Bernie Sanders. His entire platform contains too many items to cover in a five-minute podcast, but of particular interest to real estate investors are some of the items related to housing. He says in his platform, and I quote, In America, corrupt real estate developers are gentrifying neighborhoods and forcing working families out of the homes and apartments where they've lived their entire lives and replacing them with fancy condominiums and hotels that only the very rich can afford. Wow. Then he goes on to say several paragraphs later, if we're serious about addressing the affordable housing crisis, we need to build millions of apartments and homes throughout the country that will remain affordable in perpetuity to prevent displacement and serve future generations. And when we do that, we'll create millions of good paying jobs in the process. The points of his platform in no particular order. Number one, to invest $1.48 trillion over 10 years in the National Affordable Housing Trust Fund to build, rehabilitate, and preserve 7.4 million quality, affordable, and accessible housing units necessary to eliminate the affordable housing gap, which will remain affordable in perpetuity. Units constructed with this funding will be eligible to be located in mixed-income developments. So he's talking about using federal funds to get in the housing business. Number two, use federal preemption laws to ensure these units are not segregated or excluded by local zoning ordinances. Number three, he wants to invest an additional $400 billion to build 2 million mixed income social housing units to be administered through the National Affordable Housing Trust Fund that will help desegregate and integrate communities. In the next, Bernie proposes a 25% house flipping tax that would be levied against people who sell a non-owner occupied property at a profit within five years of purchase. In America today, it's estimated that 1.6 million are on a waiting list for public housing because of lack of federal funding, and it can take several years for many of these families to be able to achieve the assistance they're looking for. In addition, more than 10,000 public housing units are lost each year due to demolition and disposition, usually because they're in poor condition. This can eliminate the only affordable housing option for communities throughout America, and that's unacceptable. It's time to preserve, rehabilitate, and expand our nation's public housing stock. Wow, there's so much to discuss here way more than we could realistically cover on today's show. And here's the thing, property pricing follows the laws of supply and demand. When a property is listed for sale on the market, there's nothing compelling a buyer to pay the asking price. It's being offered for sale at that price. And if there's no demand at that given price, then these properties don't sell. They don't rent and they remain vacant. Or the seller lowers the price or the landlord lowers the price until it does get filled. And when someone who makes it their business to renovate homes and put them back on the market, They're actually improving the housing stock. They're taking the financial risk that there will be demand at a profitable price point. They're taking properties that in many cases were not in livable condition. I know because I've done it. Only solution would be to demolish them and start again. And if a 25% flipping tax were to be instituted, I can predict with great certainty that many historic buildings in the very poor areas would not be repaired. I've personally played a role in salvaging some beautiful buildings. Instead, I would have no choice but to demolish and build new. Housing stock at the lower end of the market would disappear even faster than Bernie's imagining. It comes down to what I believe as a belief that profit is evil and dirty. When in truth, profit is actually what enables growth and improvement. I understand that some people are getting left behind in that equation. We as a society need to do something to address that. Saying it's the fault of the house flippers that we don't have affordable housing is a failure to understand the cause and effect relationships that are playing play in our markets reducing the price of Tylenol won't eradicate headaches. So the point of today's episode is for you to pay attention to what's happening in our politics, get involved, and make sure your voice is heard. As you think about that, go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.